Hello, everyone. Welcome to Dungeons and Deagles for U1 Podcast. We are doing the spiritual successor to Edgelords today with a Z at the end. And we're calling this campaign Arch Villains. That also has a Z in the end. Also, the V is capitalized, and so is the A. And the Z. They call it AVZ. Yeah, AVZ, Arch Villains. I know. I know. Is the Z capitalized? No, the Z's lowercase because it's already a, a Z instead of an S. Yeah, it's Colorado only... Avalanche fans love us. Do they? Avs. Oh. Are they going to pick up on that? No. Anyway, we jump into this one today. We got our good boys here. We got Charles and Andrew. You know them already. We don't have to say anything about them. I'm Branson. I'm handsome. I'm a good guy here. And to my right here, we have my good friend Nick. Say hi, Nick. Hi, Nick. And to the right of him, we have my good friend Joel. Say hi, Nick. Hi, Nick. All right. Let's jump into this. We're going to go ahead and introduce everyone's characters here, but first, we cast in... What's the opposite of fade to black, where it starts black and then it fades to something else? It fades to something. Okay. Fade from black? Fade from black. It's like fade in? We're fa- fade. That's what it was. That's what it was, wow. was fading in. We got a good start already here going, so I'm going to go ahead and keep that going. We fade in from black to hell. We see... All the little red guys with pitchforks, they're stabbing people on the butt. They're going, oh, no. ouch. They're pulling on guys' legs. They're hitting dogs because there are some bad dogs. We don't say that enough now. There are some dogs. Was well, it good there, that they're but... getting hit down there then? Well, if they were bad dogs, yeah. So wait, does, do demons actually do a good job in hell? Like They're kind of doing the right thing. First of all, if you're right in hell, Charles, this is devils, not demons. We're not in the abyss. Yeah, this okay. is devils. Well, it's devils, but devils yeah. are doing a good thing by beating up bad dogs. You know, somebody's got to do it. So they're basically it. like angels still. Well, they're, they've they're fallen, guys. and they can't get up. But they're like good guys because they're punishing the wicked. It took them less than fucking two minutes to get right into Charles mode. <laughs> and as we see these visions of hell, the fire pluming everywhere, we see the god of death, Satan himself. Oh, my God. The big man. He has cloven hooves. Ooh. He's bright red. Ooh. He has a... Red tail. Is it? Is it got a little, uh, little, little spade at the end of it? It's got a little spade at the end of it with three little points. Wow. He's got really dirty, long black fingernails that he's got from picking at him and scratching all of his scabs on his body. And we see his head with his great gnashing teeth, his weird yellow goat-like eyes, and his big old devil horns. But the most important detail about this Satan is his really kind of uniquely small penis that seems to be just Ooh. flapping around in the winds of hell. And he what did, is... Did he roll, what did he roll for it? Uh, let's see how big uh, Satan's dick is going to be. He has a one-inch dick. Oh, that was a good roll. So he's got a huge Is that dick, even actually. able to flap? <laughs> I think it's able to, the like... just points everywhere. It's able... Yeah, I think if it gets, like, if the temperature changes two degrees, the angle of it goes from, like, like a little bee 45 stinger. to 90. More of an Audi belly button. Yeah, but it's kind of like... You can tell that, like, Satan thinks his small dick is pretty cool. Well, nothing's more evil than a small wiener. Nothing is more evil than a weird small dick with red balls that, you know, may not even exist. They're barely even right there. And he is scowling as he looks, not at his tiny penis, but at a red crystal ball. It's a blue crystal ball. Well, that's what good guys use. Oh. He's got a nasty one. But again, I think he's kind of good if he's punishing bad guys. And he's looking at his calendar, and it says, Today is circled, which is September whatever. 
and he's going, today's the day. You know what day it is. You know what day. If you're listening, you know what day it is. Whatever day it is today, that's the day it is in this. So that's pretty easy to understand. And we see him look through a crystal ball, and slowly we see a vision of someone start to form. Charles, your character comes into vision. And this character is going to come into vision at the moment of its greatest triumph. Why don't you describe what your character, who your character is, and what he looks like, and then we'll talk about what your greatest triumph is that's okay. currently ongoing. So my character is named Exodus the Angel Slayer because he's a very evil villain, and he is a 100 foot tall goose. Joel shaking his head. I knew dude, he would. Dude, dude, I didn't think. He's a hundred foot tall goose. You didn't. You didn't allow this. Yeah, yeah did. Branson encouraged this. Let He's the record eight, show. We looked it up. He's eight. A building that's eight stories. Eight, like eight or nine stories tall goose. Dude. They <laughs> warned me that I was gonna be mad, and I did not expect you to go that He's a full paladin. of this shit. Oh, and how guy. are you supposed Wait, to play? You'll see. You'll see. None of these rules apply. You'll see. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Don't argue with the Game Master. Branson condoned it. He's got he encouraged it. I already know what your voice sounds like. It's just like Charles's normal voice. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm hey, about, I'm a hey, hundred foot I'm a hundred goose. foot tall goose, yeah. <laughs> Named Exodus the Angel Slayer. And you're, what's your... What's he's a paladin. Oh, my God. How can be a paladin arch villain? Because he's a bad paladin. Oh. He's also a Canada goose, I imagine, right? Yeah, because they're so mean. Does it? What, what other physical See, traits does he have? He's wearing armor. Yeah, he's, he's wearing armor. He's got a armor. big bling bling chain that he wears. No. Okay. He has the Troyer amulet, which shrinks him down to be 50 feet tall. Just in case he needs to get in something that'll allow a 50 foot goose do into it. Do I have it. to play, dude? Yeah, you do. You do. We set it all up. We had to do it. We're here. We're going to do it. And then the other thing I have is the bill of $100. I'm not sure if it's going to be useful or not, but... <laughs> Um, Just a mockery of everything I like so to do So basically, he became so evil because he was uh, an ugly duckling. And they didn't like him because he was so ugly and everyone picked on him. But it turned out, instead of turning into a beautiful swan, he turned into a big goose. <laughs> and then he got to step on everyone who was mean to him and he became evil. So anyway... And his, his mo- and we see him now. What was his name? Exodus the Angel Slayer? Exodus the Angel Slayer. And so it should come as no surprise that his great moment of triumph was when he slayed the angel. And basically... He is just walking around one day, and this angel is flying a little too low. <laughs> and it was like a bug in the windshield where this goose is 100 feet high. And the angel just flew into him and died. And as we see, uh, 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 you know, as, as the devil is looking through this red crystal ball and he sees this angel flapping into the goose's neck, and the angel breaks his neck and hits the ground, <laughs> lifeless body. <laughs> All of a sudden, we see Exodus the Angel Slayer disappear and reappear in front of the demon in front of hell. And you are currently just frozen. You're in, like, stasis. You're not able to move. You're maybe able to get a few honks Are out. we outside? Can we not no, go we're inside in hell. We're anywhere? In hell. We're in hell, right? Right, I know. But Satan doesn't no, have a house. No, we have an idea for what's going to happen. God damn it. Dude. Isn't it hell like a big cave? Yeah, hell's a big cave, but it's at least 100 feet tall. Right? Good. Oh, thankfully. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Like, it's so dark, you can't see the ceiling. Well, no, because all the fire from hell makes it actually pretty bright, and, and the walls look pretty red because all the fire. Probably a lot of blood in there. Oh, yeah, and it stinks. It stinks down Does there. it stink like sulfur? Yeah, it stinks like sulfur and, and like, dogs. burnt hair. Wet dogs. And wet dogs and, like, dead wet dogs. Burnt hair. With blood. That cat, burnt hair and popcorn. Food. Burnt hair, burnt popcorn. It smells popcorn. like just, it also, you know, strangely enough, it smells like poop. 
Oh, <laughs> fuck. The oh. sewer from heaven, maybe. Come on, yeah. dude. Yeah. Sorry, I gotta dude. smell that right now. Sorry, dude. Yeah, you gotta oh. smell it. And as we see Exodus, the, kind the of Angel Slayer, like. the hundred foot tall goose in stasis, we see devil, the devil move to his along the way, and you see he's rubbing his crystal ball now. Go to him next. All right. We see him rubbing the crystal ball, and slowly another individual of great evil comes into vision, and all of a sudden, Nick, if you'd like to share what we see there, and then after share what your character looks like, then we'll do the moment of greatest triumph. Yeah, so what appears in the crystal ball is a vaguely Germanic-looking man with a monocle and a handlebar mustache, and he's got a dueling scar across his cheek, and he's built kind of like a 19th-century boxer. So he's got a little bulk on him, but like he works out using one of those vibrating belt machines that you stand up with. Um, <laughs> but he, but he's pretty strong, and there's just something kind of perverted-looking about him, you know. And he, he's this decadent emperor, and uh, he became evil. Uh, you know, he was raised as an emperor of Schmeckel, and uh, he's raised uh, in the finest a, of things. Is that a country that exists yeah, in the Yeah, you tried to sneak movie? that one in there. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was raised amongst all the finest things in life, jewels and baubles and the finest oh, clothes, yeah. and all his assistants would dress him up in these gaudy outfits every day. The and finest he, of baubles, baubles, you say. He's got, baubles, baubles. Yeah. he's got the finest of tchotchkes. Yeah. <laughs> Precious moments figures all over the walls. He's like, this is my finest doodad. <laughs> and all, all his servants get pissed off at him because he's an arrogant guy. So one day they pretend to dress him up and they're like, we're going to put you in this great outfit. And he goes out for a stroll and you know what? He's naked. And all the townspeople are laughing and pointing at him as he's naked. And he gets off on that. You know, he's never been humiliated like that. And that's what turns him into this depraved, like iron fisted ruler. So is he completely naked? Oh, yeah, all the time, yeah. Okay. Everyone, he always tries to involve his citizens reminds in his weird little a, perversions. Reminds me of one of our favorite characters from years ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whose penis clipped through everything. <laughs> oh, yes. Because he's naked? Clargon. That was yeah, Clargon. Clargon. Felix's yeah. character. So, because one character is naked, no no, one, no other character can get naked ever? I'm just saying it reminds him. Well, no. Clargon's thing is he didn't know he was naked all the time. He just couldn't figure this out. This guy clothes. likes it. Yeah, this guy's a pervert. He gets off on it, yeah. And uh, what is Emperor Hogtie? We see him now. The devil sees him at his moment of greatest triumph, greatest evil. So he sees the town square of the capital city, and it's filled with people who really don't look like they want to be there, but they have to be looking. And uh, they sort of clear a path, and you see Emperor Hogtie of Schmeckel carrying a cross, completely naked, and it gets set up, and he gets crucified with his dick hanging out. And everyone has himself. to look. Yes, he crucifies himself, and he's going, <laughs> and making kind of happy right. noises. Can you roll me a, let's see. Go G20. No, listen to Branson, don't listen to me. Let's let's roll a D10, or a D12. Let's do a D12. I'm not going to give you a 20 inch day. You wouldn't roll a crit 20. He might. That's a 10. He's got yeah, a 10-incher, yeah, King Hogtie. Oof. He's got he's showing yeah, wind suck. Kind of small to me. <laughs> yeah, can I ask how tall he is? He's uh, mm-hmm. a nice five ten. Ooh, so I proportion think. that yeah. looks really good on him. Yeah, that looks so like an especially big. Ninety four feet and two inches shorter than me. <laughs> Is that um flaccid the ten incher? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wonder what it becomes. Wow. That sounds like a fucking biohazard, like man. It sounds like too much. You know, I don't even know if he can get it hard. Yeah. Do you pass out? Yeah, he's gonna pass out. You have an iron rich diet. 
Oh yeah, I mean, You're the only thing that gets it up time. is that kind of shame. He lives for the shame. <laughs> Getting, he pretends to get caught all the time, and all the servants have to like act like they didn't see it coming. And all right, and then we see that as all of a sudden, as you are on the cross, and all these people are looking at you, and your dick slowly and slowly grows slightly more turgid. You are snapped from that reality, and you find yourself frozen, unable to move, in stasis in hell, right next to what appears to be a hundred-foot-tall goose. <laughs> As we like see the red crystal ball start to glow again, and we move along to the next individual. Actually, should we do this as a two-parter, or do you guys have separate... Uh... No, it's a duo. We should duo. have to speak in unison. We're a duo. All right, and we see the crystal ball start to form as we see Charles and Joel, if you'd like to describe Well, that's Andrew. You mean Andrew? Charles, no, wait, hold on. Joel, you're Joel, right? Yeah. And Andrew. Yeah. Right, okay, yeah. We see Andrew and Joel's characters. Nice. Which they might be named Charles to bail me out, but I don't uh, think they are. They're not. All right, we see you guys. What do you look like? What are you doing? Andrew, you will lead. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, I'll begin. So I am... Necrolo Ashenheart. I'm Necrojo Ashenheart. I'm a level five shadow monk. I'm a level five, four shadow uh, sorcerer and a level one warlock. And we are twin cousins. Would you guys like to elaborate? Sure. They are born from two mothers who are sisters at the on, exact same time. On the moon. And they're orphans. Also, were the mothers that were sisters, uh, what, what were your fathers? Vampires. Well, no. No, we are vampires. So we are lunar vampire shinobi magicians. Okay. We don't know who our father is, and we're also orphans. Okay. <laughs> so how do you know your twin cousins if you don't know your father? Because we know who our mothers are. Yeah, but like just because you have the same mothers, or we are born mothers. at the exact same time. Yeah. Are you? Do you guys look identical? Yes. Well, pretty much. Similarities. I'm like more of a darker bluish hue. Mm. He's more of a darker reddish hue. And Am I have, I, and we have. I'm we, sorry, you mean skin? Did you mean like you said red and blue? Did you mean? Crimson I'm sorry, and cobalt. cobalt? Yeah, yeah, cobalt and crimson. Yeah. Yeah, I thought you missed the layup there. Let me here to help you. <laughs> well, thanks, brother. <laughs> no problem. Some say it's ruby and sapphire. We have um, heterochromia. Both of our eyes are different colors. Could you tell me what the colors are? Well, one's one is red. white. One's and, white. Yeah. And they both glow. What color do they glow? White and red? Yes. Okay. And I have tattoos that go up my trunk of a bunch of black eels. Mm, okay. I have tattoos that go up my trunk that are a bunch of snakes. So eels and You guys are really different <laughs> between twin cousins. Yeah. Um, so... When you see us, uh, we're bouncing a, uh, a ball that is red and blue back and forth and we're doing cool like behind the back elbow passes to each other oh not bad we do crossovers where like he goes across and it's freeze frame and he's in one place like he be almost teleports you so quick all right and armor situation cool armor i imagine studs belts oh, spikes spikes black good made black. from dragon's bones any color at all or all black uh black silver some gold in there. Well, our skin is cobalt and crimson, so that right. kind of, that's the splash of color you get. Right. And the heterochromia. Right. There's a lot of color going on, actually. Yeah. We just... both have long hair. We're half elves. Which is gray. Are you beautiful? Oh, yeah. Oh, very beautiful. Oh, uh, yeah. Stunning? Mm-hmm. Except we both have Habsburg jaws. I would say we are piercing. <laughs> You're piercing? Oh, man. 
Well, you guys certainly sound remarkable. And as, as the devil is looking upon you through his crystal ball, what does he see as your greatest moment of triumph? Well, I would say when me and Necrojo stole the happiness of an entire village. And how'd you do that? They can't feel happy anymore. Did you change anything about we the We killed their favorite animal. Which was? A puppy. The golden retriever. So you guys was killed a, a dog? Or a that was your guy. moment of greatest triumph was mm-hmm. killing a puppy? Mm-hmm. We're villains. Arch villains. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying that's not... That's kind of routine. The whole town is still depressed. They also saw how hot we were, and now they just can't even fucking bother to get out of bed in the morning. All right, that's your greatest moment. Uh, do you have the same uh, moment of triumph or a different one? My moment of triumph is about to happen right now as Necrojo reaches to his neck and pulls off what looks like Necrojo's face and reveals himself as another person as he makes eye contact with Necrolo and throws the mask down and unzips the rest of the bodysuit and out steps out a goat-legged man with nipple chains attached from his nipples to his knees he has a top knot, otherwise he completely shaved. He has a stud shaved. on his knees. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a top knot on his hair that just goes straight up and back with long, flowing black hair. His skin is teal. He has lizard eyes. And most importantly, the most notable feature is he has a goatee that is actually a scorpion's tail. Ooh. And wow. his name is Vondruth the Virus. We have our first betrayal of the evening, I believe. I always knew it is you. And as you see that, and as you see your twin cousin, who you thought you knew like a brother. Right. uh, Necrojo's been dead for 20 years. As this happens, you feel yourself both go into stasis, and you see giant flames flickering all around you, and you're frozen, petrified in hell, as you see a 100-foot-tall goose a naked man with a big penis and <laughs> your twin cousin and your twin cousin who has now turned into what appears to be some sort of satire satire virus yeah okay lizard satyr lizard satyr virus with a scorpion tail as a goatee as a goatee oh, how is he a virus he infects people oh. you'll find out okay yeah he infected your family and as you are in stasis i don't know my family apparently you don't apparently you don't I just said I don't. <laughs> and as the stasis kind of begins to slowly start fading, you see the great horned one, Satan himself, staring upon you with an impish smile going, so you are the foremost evil men in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> I have a proposition for you all. There's been one kingdom I haven't been able to infect with my nastiness and my badness and my rudeness. It's this golden realm hidden away by the nicer gods. It's called Champagne City. And I have a challenge for you guys. Are any of you evil men interested in becoming the next god of death and taking my job? Well, I guess I'm looking for a change of careers. That's your voice? Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, my, how cloven your hoofs look, great horned one. 
Thank you. I've I've kept them as cloven as I possibly could. <laughs> I can tell. I can tell. I don't you get think them they done. could get you, any... who, who does them for you? Who Where does? do you get them done? Oh, the Hell Witch. The Hell Witch does uh, them every about a once job. a week, you know, and she trims up. She trims up, you know, my she has a little dye that makes my nipples even redder. Yeah, ooh, I, I can get, tell. I get, yeah. I've been taking care of myself I would say crimson. Lately. I wouldn't say red. Oh, thank you. That's one of the cooler colors. I would yeah. gladly take the title from you and become King Satan myself. Well, you'd be a different guy, but you'd have my job. I would be you the new keep, Satan. You could take my name if Wait, you want. Do you not want to do your, why don't you want to do your job anymore? Oh, I've been doing, doing a bang it. Up job. I've been doing it for eight thousand years. Oh, that's an eternity. I've been paying that's into ever my four hundred one k. World. Finally bought my own, myself a timeshare and oh. in Fort Lauderdale. And I think I'm ready to retire and leave this evilness to a young man's game. Well, I am not young, but I would like to try out uh, this God of Death thing. Bring more misery and malice upon the world. So, what's your deal? You're a virus. You're a goat. I just like all things evil and betrayal. You're just nasty. Just, just in general. I think he's an undercover angel. Oh, that's a big accusation. Maybe there's one way we could tell. A little bitterness here. An angel would never pee on themselves. Anyone evil (laughs) is bitter. Uh, He pees upward, but it's actually from his scorpion tail, and it goes into his mouth. (laughs) Like the. Uh, <laughs> like the venom part? Mm-hmm. I, just venom have a I just have a question for Joel. What color is his urine? <laughs> what color is his earring? He doesn't have no, any. No, his urine. Oh, his urine? It's black. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty That's gross. Even, right? So he asked you to do that? You piss in your own mouth with your scorpion tail? His uh-huh. eyebrows kind and of... Then I go, it's so and e- then I go... It's very evil to be dehydrated. And then I go... <laughs> <laughs> and what say you, Emperor? Emperor Hogtie, first of all, gets a stiffy from seeing that scorpion tail piss maneuver. And uh, he wants to start clapping like a depraved, like, lunatic. Like, oh, that kind of clapping, but his hands are still nailed to the cross, so he can't do that. <laughs> but he, he just starts giggling and says, oh, that sounds like a most pleasurable experience. But gentlemen, I will transport you to Champagne City, and I'll tell you what the objective is. You are going to have to find the apple of all sin. The first one to take a bite of the apple will become the new Satan. But you need to know, the apple of all sin is protected tightly in the Jelly Bean Cathedral. And the Jelly Bean Cathedral will only open once you kill the five paragons of goodness in Champagne City. The paragon of politeness, the paragon of sharing, the paragon of smiling, the paragon of cleanliness, and the paragon of listening. It's a lot of paragons. Yeah, it's five of them. You don't know if you could keep up. Gonna be here for a while, boys. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see what's happening. And as you guys kind of start regarding him, you see his arms kind of start swelling up, and you see fire start spinning near your feet, near your feet, as you see this kind of transportation start opening up underneath you. And you guys see all of a sudden in front of you one of the most beautiful golden cities you have ever seen. The streets themselves are paved with gold. The beautiful white buildings have a bunch of gold domes and gold decorations. You see just uh, 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 fireflies dancing through the night. Kids are running down the street with huge, huge lollipops. The biggest lollipops you've ever seen in your day gun life. And you just hear heart music playing everywhere in this beautiful vision. You guys find yourself on the edge of town. 
just right near the entrance to the gates where you see one man in a brown robe who is cross-eyed guarding the gate. You see five towers in the distance and I hope you can put one and one together. (laughs) And in the center of Champagne City, you can see taller than every other building. You can actually, you're a hundred feet tall, so you're, you're looking down on most of this, but the cathedral is very large, very large building that you're looking upon and it is beautiful.